0: Hey, Ichi family, Sydney Miheso here with another special edition of the podcast. We're digging into the crates to share some of our favorite Oldie But Goodie episodes as a holiday treat to you for your continuous support. This week's Oldie But Goodie is an origin story of MOOC, a Kenyan social e-commerce platform that allows sellers to quickly and easily set up online stores with installed payment integration. Co-founder and CEO, Eric Thimba, shares the startup's remarkable journey. Enjoy.
1: Hello, everybody. This is the Chinio Magic Podcast with Impact Africa Network. Um, very excited this week to continue with our founder series. And we have an amazing guest for you uh, this week. Uh, back with our founder series. Eric Thimba is CEO and founder of MOOC.
0: Co-founder.
1: Co-founder. Awesome. Thanks for correcting me. So, co-founder of MOOC, but you're the CEO, right? Yes. Okay, great. Uh, I got that right. So, you and I have known each other for some time, and I got to tell you, Eric, uh, from the first time I met you, the energy um, was was impressive. And uh, there were three things that I I took away from that first meeting, right? Uh, You started telling me about how you got to product-market fit and how that process went. That was really impressive for me because that was the, the time I was you know, thinking about making the move here. And I was mm-hmm. here for, I think, five days from the Bay Area. And um, just your thought process around that order of operations to get the product market fit. And so that's a really good story that I think uh, our audience will, will benefit from for sure. And I actually connected you with some other founders who I had been talking to who were struggling with the same issue. And you took the time to actually go meet with them. So that was pretty dope. So the next thing that impressed me was, you know, you, know, you were able to actually raise a seed fund right uh, a seed round mm-hmm. rather as, as a local founder that is you're you're a, you're a unicorn right?
0: I'm <laughs> hard. So, true, so hard <laughs> you're yeah, a unicorn yeah, man
1: yeah. how many how many do you know who's been able to do that you know yeah. uh, i just know you and maybe a couple of others you know um so big ups to you and that's super impressive the other thing too was you know your, your humility and accessibility right that is another another unicorn status for our ecosystem to be honest man Um. Very accessible, very available. Most people, by the time they raise a seed round and they're building a growth startup in, in our ecosystem, man, I mean things change, right? <laughs> I didn't know that, uh, didn't know but that. it happens. I mean, I, you know, I, I talk to a lot of people, and, and you know, I, I encounter. I, my job is to study the ecosystem and kind of f- figure out, you know, what's going on and who can be connected with who and what's happening. What do we need to do to actually, um, you know, change the African narrative, right, and uh, achieve the vision of. Trying, you know, making Silicon Savannah perform as we've been hoping it will perform. And so people like you give me hope and get me super excited. So without further ado, uh, I will let you introduce yourself and maybe the first thing you could do is tell us your background, where you were in high school, college, and how you ended up founding MOOC, founding where the idea come from.
0: Word. Thanks for having me, man. Um. I also remember the first time I met you, man, and I and I remember you uh, being very passionate about about uh, about your your ideas and also just about the, the the whole ecosystem. And it's interesting because it's you know you've been you've been very consistent, you know. Yeah, and that. Um, yeah. I think that's amazing. I think it's just the fact that you know through that through that consistency that that your idea has developed and it's, it continues to to grow um, because. Because, because you're consistent. You know, you, you, you went with it. You saw the you saw what the need was, and and you just barreled through that 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 rabbit hole, um, with full steam ahead. So that's really dope, man. And that's part of the reason why I'm always making myself available is because that's the kind of energy that you always want to be around. Mm-hmm. You, know? Um, you know, this 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 thing is a this thing is a jungle, bro. <laughs> you know and I think you know this and I think that's part of the reason why I think what sh- the work that you're doing is amazing is because um, it's work around building the ecosystem um, it's work about making this, this, this whole journey uh, easier and allowing uh, great products to come out of, of this ecosystem simply because you know the founders and the people that are building these products will have the ability to to spend time thinking about their product and, and focusing in on Getting you know the the right solution out into the market mm-hmm. instead of thinking about you know all these other little things that that really in my opinion you know uh, are uh, you know very juakali right meaning that 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 we need to formalize this industry mm-hmm. we need to formalize a lot of the things around. Um, how people are creating and developing products, mm. um, especially around tech, mm. and specifically around tech. Mm. Um, I'm sure that's all I can speak to because that's the, the space that I'm in, and, and and that's the space that I I am lobbying for, mm. right? Mm. Um, but anyway, that's we'll talk about that a, a, a lot more. But uh, you know, my background is you know I went to high school, I grew up in Nairobi, mm-hmm. um, born and raised, mm-hmm. um, and. Um, I went to high school in St. Mary's. Oh, you're a saints guy? I'm a saints guy, man. You look like a saints guy. I look like a saints guy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's a good thing, man. I don't know, man. That's actually <laughs> a good thing. I'm telling you, everybody wanted to be a saints guy. So that's why you're like, yeah, you look like that guy. Yeah? Saints, saints guys, for those don't people who down. don't know, St. Mary's. Anyone who went to St. Mary's was a cool guy. Those were the coolest guys. It's like, It's like if you meet a cool guy, the first thing you ask is... Did you go to Saints? You know what I'm saying? I can't believe I'm letting you get away with this. Ah, this is so good. The only
1: reason I'm letting you get away with this on podcast <laughs> is because I was in Saints for, for, for a bit, too. But uh, I came... That's where you got
0: your coolness, yeah? That's, I, yeah you can, oh my god. You can, point, you can point to your coolness. The, the day that you that you, you discovered coolness. Was not St. Mary's. Was in St. Yeah? Mary's. Mary's, eh? <laughs> so I'm,
1: I'm a Starek guy, right? Uh, like, uh, high school? But then I, I did the IB thing. So nice. that's how I could that's how I can pick you guys out in a crowd. That's what's
0: up. That's what's up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So me and my Saints guy. Uh-huh. And then after Saints I, I went to school in um, in the US um, to study political science and theology. Wow. Um,
1: you're trying to what are we trying to do with that? Thing? I like, don't look really, like a theologian to me, dude. Like you're trying uh, to But I am man.
0: I, I teach I actually teach the Bible at my no church. Way, yes, no yes, way. yes, I, I oh, teach shoot. the Bible. My bad. Let me fall I'm a, back. I'm a, on I'm a Bible teacher. Uh-huh. Um but beyond that as well, I, you know, I I've always I've always um, my parents my parents were, were very. This is interesting because when I look back, mm. I really appreciate this about them is that they never really quite were the parents who were about be a doctor, be an engineer, mm. be a this. Mm. Like they didn't put a lot
1: traditional of traditional yeah traditional
0: kind of success. we ran
1: down three train exactly. tracks. That's
0: it. They really didn't give us any pressure around that in terms of. They they didn't make it seem as though those were the things that we needed to be. Right. So and another thing is that you know both my parents were uh, entrepreneurs. Okay. Oh. Um, so they they both so it's in the DNA. So it's in the DNA. Like I saw them <clears throat> hustle through and struggle through and through that whole journey through through mm. business, right? Mm. Um, I'm not really sure where I was going with this. No, your, your background, like how yes. you ended
1: up, you know, wait, when did you go to school, though? Oh, yes,
0: yes, yes. So, I was, oh, yes, I was talking about my college, the reason why I started what I did in college. Mm-hmm. Now I remember. Mm-hmm. Um, the, 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 the thinking around that was it was simply because, you know, my parents never really actually, like, you know, f- for them it was it was a lot like, you know, what is your interest? Pursue that interest. Right. And so, well, even when I went very, to... Very, very bold, bold for their generation. Very bold, very bold. Um, and so I remember when I went to college, it was very much my decision in terms of what I wanted to study. And so when I went to college initially, I was going there to study finance okay. and uh, finance and uh, and biblical studies. Mm-hmm. Now the two was simply because you know finance was just kind of like a, I, I just it just felt like whatever you know I'll do finance <coughs> sounds like, like I do thing. like an insurance policy, an insurance policy. It just sounds dope, right? It's like what do you want to do. Finance, cool. Awesome. Let's do that. <laughs> okay. um, and the biblical studies is simply because you know I have. Um, I have a deep faith, mm. and, and, and 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 I have hard faith. In, 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 in I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Christian, and and my faith has been something that has been a part of my life for a long time. Awesome. Yeah. Um, beyond my parents, even I became a believer before my parents. Mm. You know, mm. um, interesting. Yeah, I was the first person in my family actually. Mm. But anyway. Um, but for me, it's it, I've been fascinated by, by by the idea of God, and for a long time, mm-hmm. not just from a from a faith standpoint, from just an understanding. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, so for me, going to college, I knew that I wanted to, I, I knew I wanted to study something to do with 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 uh, uh, gaining a deeper understanding of God, mm-hmm. but. Not so that I could become a pastor or mm. a, a preacher. For yeah. me, it was mostly... You're a spiritual exactly. seeker, maybe? Spiritual, exactly. So for me, it was it was something that I wanted to, to learn because my parents had, had brought me up in a space where, you know, pursue your interest. And so my interest was in things to do with God. Mm. And so I was like, I want to study that. Wow. Um, but then when I went to college, the reason why I moved from finance to political science is, is because I, I I was doing a, a course... Uh, My first year that really, really got me interested in in political science, it was political science 101 actually. Okay. Uh, uh, No, 201. And during that course, you know, there was so much that I learned about um, uh, international policy and just a bunch of other things. How the world works. How the world works. And I was so fascinated that I was just like, you know what, I want to study this this further. Um, So those are the two things that I I, I studied until my final year. I never actually graduated from college, Mm maybe I will one day. Um, but I, when I came back to Nairobi, um, I came back to Nairobi and, and for some time, I was just really trying to find my way. Mm-hmm. I was trying to make this stuff happen, I was mm-hmm. involved in renewable energies, mm-hmm. projects and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And so when I came back, I was really trying to kind of find my footing mm-hmm. um, and, and it was really difficult. It was mm-hmm. really difficult for to kind of readjust my identity. Um, in this space, when I was coming back home. How long were you gone for, and where were you? I was gone. I was in Philly. Okay. I was uh, about twenty minutes from from Philadelphia. Okay. Um, and I was there for eight years. That's a, that's a um, stretch. Yeah. So yeah, it's a long time, you know. And you know, for 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 a period, you know, it was just like I, you know, I reached a point where I knew I wanted to come back home. Okay. Right. And the thing is, is that you know. When I left to go to the U.S., I always knew I wanted to come back. I always knew that. It, it, it's, it's, it's interesting because even the, the friends that I, I had in the States, all of them knew Thimba is going to go back home. Were they mostly Kenyan, African? No, no. Okay. Mostly okay. American. Okay. Um, so so you for, know, me, I, for me,
1: it was a very different kind of... Uh, when I left, mm-hmm. coming back was not something that uh, I'd even contemplated, to be honest, man. Because, mm. you know, when I left, Kenya was in its was kind of going through its toughest time, I would, I would say. A lot of my generation folks were just leaving. That was just mm-hmm. the thing most people were doing.
0: Yeah, yeah I remember that. And,
1: and for me, it was just like, dude, that...
0: So just yes.
1: com- comparing and contrasting with your mindset, I really kind of... I, 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 when I go back and I look at people who had that mindset, to me, it seems so like, wow, that's bold.
0: <laughs> yeah, go back yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's interesting because that you mentioned that because um, I do vividly recognize that moment when, when there was a lot of people who were just leaving the country and just relocated to the US right? right, right. Uh, for very many reasons right. or you go there and you study and then you just kind of stick around right? right? and don't come back right. and you know I remember going to a, a number of, of parties with other Kenyans mm-hmm. and actually a majority of Kenyans weren't planning to come, back. Plan to come back so I'm not really sure why but uh, but for, for, for me for some reason I just could not envision myself settling in in, in, in America mm-hmm. and I'm not really sure why that's interesting yeah, yeah, yeah. All, I, I don't think these are, are specific like
1: I'm very I'm always very fascinated by by that mm-hmm. right and maybe that's a talk, conversation for another day because today we gotta you know through some of these topics that uh, we have outlined for, for the podcast, right? But that's a very interesting thing. So yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe we kind of progress forward and dive into a little bit more about, okay, you're back, yes. you're trying to figure your way around. Trying to figure my way around. Uh, and start, how did that go? Yeah.
0: So I started working for um, a, a research and marketing agency, okay. um, got in there, and it was really difficult. I kind of, during that period, I had, had, had what I I'd considered had hit, hit, hit rock bottom. Okay. since coming back mm-hmm. uh, and to some extent I kind of at this point was kind of thinking to myself you know did, was, that, was that was that the right decision yeah. to come back you yeah. know because it took, yeah. it seemed to take so long for me to just get my my, my, my footing right. and also the fact that
1: How about how know, long did you, you come
0: about I'd probably say it took, took about two years. two years, it took okay. about two years of limbo you know wiping out my savings and now I'm just kind of you know just out here, right? You know, and the time and the thing that's interesting is that during that time, you know, you're looking around a lot of the people that you're with, and you're uh, around the peers that you left. They're all working; they're all doing stuff. Yeah. here you are. They're it's moving. Kind of like they're moving, and you're just kind of like in this limbo. <laughs> and so, eventually... not a fun yeah, place to be. Not a fun place to be. Mm. So, I eventually decided, you know, <coughs> let me just look, see how I can, you know, get myself a job. Mm. Um, so that's what I did. I ended up working for this research and marketing agency called Instant Grass. Mm. Um, super dope. It was a great time, mm. started at the very bottom, mm. you know, <laughs> and um, I'm sure they look at you now and they're like, woohoo. That I mean, it was such a great experience there, man, because, you know, I really poured everything in, into that place. Oh, you know? okay. Like, yeah. you know, always, you know, give everything that you can, man, yes. because it's like, I feel like that's what sets you up for. What was unique
1: about that room. place that captured your... Ah,
0: I think what was, what was really unique about that experience was just being able to understand how to think about products and how to think about what peop- the things that people need and want. And so it, it, there, a lot of the research that we did was around, uh, you know, around the youth and, and, and how they were consuming products and the products that they were consuming and why they were consuming them. So there's a lot of, for me, there was a lot of, th- that's when I learned how to begin to start thinking about products. That's
1: a very, very interesting thing. Because okay. now I understand where you got that I don't know what you would call it, man. That insight, right? Mm-hmm. Because when I met you and you started talking about how you went about building MOOC, I was super impressed,
0: mm-hmm. right? So that explains that. So go ahead. Yeah. So that was that, that. That was that experience, and and right after that, I I think it was in two thousand and twelve. I left that. I left. I left the company. The you know, I kind of reached, kind of like the, peak, you know, yeah. the, the peaked in there, and and for for me, that I I wanted to get into business, right? And started and start my own thing. I, you know, sometimes I wonder. I think entrepreneurs are just so, so, some are made, some are some are just forced into it, some are forced into it, <laughs> and some just are born that way. Right. And I think maybe that's just for me growing up in a in a in a home where entrepreneurial family, entrepreneurial family. I was just like, I need to start my own thing. Yeah, yeah, this is what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The, the the fear of starting your own thing wasn't. Yes, it was there, but it was like, yes, let's do that's this. That's just part of life. So I had an idea, which was to sell a heat patch. Okay. So this heat patch is for... It was a heat patch for, for women who are going through uh, period pain. Uh. So you put the patch and it's, and, and it's like a hot water bottle on you. Yeah, 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 yeah. So and where did this over? idea come from? <laughs> so this idea came from... Since, since so, you are yeah, going through period pain. Like, yes, exactly. <laughs> so my sisters, my, my, my sisters asked me to send her a box of those things. While I was in the States. Okay. And so when I sent them to her and asked her, you know, how's the whatever? How's it working out? But I also just thought it was really interesting, right? How's it working out? She's like, oh, it was super dope. Mm -hmm. It was cool. Mm -hmm. Gave it to my friends. They liked it. So that's what began the Uh whole kind of thought process Uh around it. Um, So I started thinking about this idea, making it happen. um, Got someone to design the thing, the box. Ordered some, got, got myself my first investor. Wow, okay. Yes. Based on what? It was, it was uh, basically my, 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 my a very close friend of mine, uh, her mom, was was my first ever investor in cool. this venture. Friends, family and... Yes, friends, family and fools. Fools. So the the, the <laughs> pastor is supposed to approach yeah, with that idea. So I approached her she liked it and so she invested in it. That's and awesome. so, that's what, so we went ahead with it. The thing that was interesting is that um, first, I remember during that time when I started that business that I did not... My sister came and spoke to me about it and told me that the reason why this thing wouldn't work is because you have a product that is at a certain price point, but you don't understand who your competitor is. And she was, mm. and I was like, okay. And 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 it turns out that the competitor to this product wasn't another heat patch; uh. it was a painkiller. Oh, right? think about it. That's amazing. The other way, how <laughs> do you deal with period pain? If I do if this patch, I can either wear the patch, or I can pop a forty shilling bob pill, right? And the pain is gone, mm, isn't mm, it? Mm. So, of course, I ignored her, because because <laughs> I didn't know. I was like, ah, what does she know? What does she know, right? <laughs> what I does she know? Anyway. Yeah, I <laughs> What does the customer much. know about what how we are solving problem? <laughs> and she's nagging me, it. I was like, ah, forget her, right? This is such a good <laughs> idea, right? And I mean, it was it was. That was, that was a huge oversight on my part, mm-hmm. and there were very many lessons that I learned from that. Mm-hmm. One is, the, the, okay, let me just fast forward. The, the lessons are great. The lessons, okay. Mm-hmm. First lesson I learned from the NASA heat Patch was, <coughs> one is that um, price is so important. Mm-hmm. You, you mm-hmm. understanding how you charge for something is something that you should take quite seriously, mm. and, 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 and have a lot of considerations around that. Mm. And and the first consideration around price point is that is that one there's always what they call the products maybe? a magical magical price point. Okay. Meaning that it's it's something that when you tell someone they're like oh that's cool and magical price points oftentimes are price points that break a big note. Mm. So for example, if I give you two hundred bob. You give me twenty bob back, mm. so you price it at one eighty, mm. so I get something back, right? Mm-hmm. Or if it's at five hundred bob, mm. you don't charge it at five hundred; you charge it at four fifty, okay. so that you give someone change. You say, it's interesting. very interesting. interesting. Yeah, that was that was an interesting thing mm. around a product. Mm. The other thing about a product is that um, that I learned from 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 the Nessa heat patch is that that so. The business was very difficult, but the thing that I appreciate about Nessa Heat Patch is that it was the it was the thing that gave me the idea for book. Okay, so this so this gets interesting. Exactly. So so how this happened is that mm. Nessa Heat Patch, um, the first thing that that happened is that um, I, during that time when I left uh, the, the Instant Grass inside this business, mm. uh, meaning that you know I'd already shipped the product, everything it was here, mm. and I was going to all the different chemists mm. to. Go and tell them about this product, right? Mm-hmm. Then this is this was it product. was
1: it a product you bought fully made? Were you yes. just were you in the resale business or were you in you the, know the, the, the no? The it retail? was made from
0: scratch. I made the whole. You thing. designed the thing. Yes. Where so did you manufacture? China. Okay. So right. basically, it was a product that was already there, the patch. <clears throat> now it was just the packaging. So what ah. I designed was the packaging, and okay. I shipped in the product to Kenya. Okay. And then and so basically even the brand that I was selling and it was called the Nessa Heat Patch. Nessa was a, a name that I had trademarked. Wow. The wow. distribution was purely through the the Fimberland company.
1: <laughs> awesome.
0: I love the company you are fully
1: integrated yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. top down. In in Vertically integrated and everything.
0: <laughs> so I'm dropping this product into the into going to all these different uh, chemists. I was in 20, over twenty-five chemists, two supermarkets. Wow. I was in Chandanana and Uchumi and I was going to go to Tuskeys and uh, Nakumat. Mm. And one of the things that was that, 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 um, during that period, there was, I, I had started working and doing a consultancy for, um, a branding agency. Mm. This branding agency is based out of London called Seven Brands. Mm. Fantastic designers. Mm. And I was working with one of their designers, um, uh, her name is Hannah. And at the time, We were working on... Yeah. The UK has an amazing design. Amazing designers. And I mean, this, this, she had done a lot of product design. Right. And so she, you know, I told her about this product that I was selling and she's just like, Oh, let me see it. And when she looked at it, she was just like, Oh my gosh, your branding is all wrong. Wow. So when, when she went and she kind of during that time, you know, just herself Mm -hmm. redesigned the packaging. Mm -hmm. And I remember looking at the packaging of what she had designed. So I already made the product, right? Mm. Already three thousand pieces. I, I, I my money is gone, bro. There's no more money to be packaged. There's right. no money to be packaged. right, but bro, I looked at this thing and I recognize the power of branding. Amazing, yeah? That the power that, that design is such a powerful tool for selling. Design mm-hmm. is not just a thing that, that you gets, do, as, you as, a do it, way. as a by the way. Design is a Powerful tool for selling anything, and that was one of the most important insights that I took from Nessa Heatpatch Patch into MOOC. Okay, if probably the most important insight. So, let
1: me ask you this mm-hmm. based on that, mm-hmm. what is the quality of design that you see, or how is what's the design gap in our market here in terms of people doing stuff, yes, 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 not yes. necessarily agencies. Uh-huh.
0: I think both. I think. I think even the agencies. I okay. Think, I think. I think. Um, Do people appreciate design? Number no, one. I don't think so. And the thing is, is that the, 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 what what people don't and, and it's. In, I, I use the word design also very cautiously because it, on one aspect, I, I believe design to be what you visually see, mm-hmm. but I also believe design to be in in how something functions. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. Right. Um, and the thing is, is that I think that. In both aspects of design, that those two things you find generally lacking mm. in, in, in the way that people build things, mm. In that on the one aspect that they do not put any importance around how an, a product is perceived, right, right, the appearance, the appearance the of the product, the packaging, and how important that <clears> is. Mm. Let me give an example. You know, I was, I was, I was telling um, one of the biggest things that design delivers is trust. Mm. And let me explain that the other day a few weeks ago I was driving down um, to nanyuki and what happens is that when once you leave nairobi all of a sudden, it's like all the gas stations are independent, right? Mm. You, mm. There's no more Shell, Total, mm. it's right? just mm. like mm. JPs. <laughs> like there's <laughs> all the kinds of gas stations. You're like, who who heck are these guys, right? But they're <laughs> there and they're serving a market. Mm. People stop, they fuel, they do mm. their thing. There's, there's a stretch over there in a, as on your way to to Nanuki and whatever, where it's just like, you know, just you a few gas stations, you know, that are just independent. random. Yeah. I remember when we were going down, there was this one gas station that we Mm. passed Mm. that was so well designed Mm. in terms of when when you looked at the logo, the the branding, the lighting, everything. It was inviting. It was very inviting. (laughs) And it was one of those things. So you see the thing is, the reason why we fuel out of town and, and, and you don't fuel in this little gas station because you don't trust them. Right. You know, the, the thing is that's that you're true, like, ah, true. this guy is probably selling me Water. <laughs> He's probably selling water or whatever. You always make assumptions about the guy because it's not true. because you don't recognize the person's brand, right? Right. But because you don't recognize the brand, and that's usually the first thing. But here's the thing. When I looked at this gas station, I looked at it and I looked at the branding, and for me, the first thing that stood out to me was, I feel like I can fuel there. I feel like I can take my car and get into that gas station. And I'll be there, okay. Simply because, look at the way that they have, branded, right? right? The branding invites me. It, it, it says... It creates you, trust. It creates trust, because if you've put that much thought into how you present exactly. yourself, then you must be a real You must be the real deal. You, you must be a new... Do you get what I'm saying? Yes. And that's yes. the thing, that what happens is that when you're presenting a new idea, I remember that in the initial stages of, 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 of when we started MOOC, the first event that we ever did Bro, I think maybe 75% of our transactions didn't go through the way smoothly. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. There was So meaning that we had to... Technical. Fa- technical. We had to find ways to you know, make sure that we <laughs> the thing completes. You know, we, 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 had, to, we had to manually complete a number of transactions. But what was interesting is that when we went to the event on the, the day when we were doing the validation at the, at the event, mm-hmm. there were guys who were coming and being like, man, this thing is so dope, man. I love how <laughs> it thinking, goes, out, I'm I'm the thing is. And and I'm telling you, and I'm <laughs> telling you, honestly, like I genuinely, genuinely, genuinely believe that a huge part of why we have been successful is because we take great attention to design.
1: Man, you know, I'll tell you this, man. Your design game is, is, is impressive. Yes. You know and, and 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 so let's take a step back and talk to people about what MOOC is, yes, and, and yes, yes, kind of yes, yes. how heat patch went into yes, MOOC. yes,
0: yes, yes, yes. Okay. okay. Sorry, we jumped, mm-hmm. we jumped maybe, but heat taught me many lessons mm-hmm. now. Heat the thing mm-hmm. is, the same girl that I'm talking to you about in terms of um, the lady who the designer. The designer. Mm-hmm. So, we're having a conversation, and she's like, you know, just, you know, we're just talking about this, and I, and and and, and I, 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 you know, I tell her, you know how I'm trying to sell this product. And she's like, how are you selling it? So she gives me like a whole way to kind of redesign my Facebook page, right? Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was selling the stuff on Facebook. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, with the Facebook page, is that I told her, a lot of the interaction that I'm getting is from Facebook, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So she's like, maybe you should try and find a way to, to sell this thing on on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, but how would I do that? Mm-hmm. She's like, I think there's some like apps. So she goes and she shows me these 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 like different options, right? Mm-hmm. She's like, try this, try this. And at the point... I remember Shopify wasn't there, but Shopify was had a different name. Mm. I think it was Equid or something like that. It mm. had a different, mm. and then they merged to become Shopify, something mm. like that. Mm. And so, so one of these things, I'm looking at it, and I'm like, oh, this is super cool that I can connect this thing to my Facebook page. But then I remember looking at it and just being like, okay, but why? Uh, I can display the product, but how will someone pay? Mm, mm. Right. How do you complete the transaction? And then, and then yeah. after they pay, mm. uh, how, will they, how will the item be delivered? To mm-hmm. Them? Mm-hmm. Right. The real business. So, exactly, the real business. <laughs> so for me, it was like, so my head started, you know, like my brain was just there like, this is a good idea, but how is this? It's like, incomplete. I, like it's incomplete. So then, um, well, after one of these days where, I'm, so this is just kind of thoughts in my head. Yep, and, whatever. Yep, yep. and I actually had the thing up, just kind of like being like, and I put my phone number, as kind of like the Impessa number, like Impessa me, right, this right, number, and then right. we'll see what happens. Right. But no one ever made an order, but there are a lot of people who were interested. Right. So there's one day, um, one Monday, a weekday, I go to uh, Mook co-founder, mm. uh, Poji. Mm. And so I, I randomly just, you know, after spending a, you know, the morning in town, <laughs> so I go visit him, he, at the time he was living in Kilalashore, so I just, you know, passed by his place. Mm. And I just kind of like... You know, I've been out of the field, bro, in my briefcase, just kind of, you know, kick it and just... Yeah, let me just... I, I think we're, we're just talking about something. I don't know what we're talking about. Right. So, I go to him and, and, and part of the thing I tell him, I'm like, bro, you need to... So, we had started a company called the Ideas Company in mm. Okay. and the whole thinking around the Ideas Company was to be able to develop <coughs> ideas, mm. right? <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and and in the initial version of how we had thought about the ideas company was that we wanted to develop ideas for companies to then go and execute. But then what we realized was like, why don't we then also, like what you're doing, Mm. think about developing our own ideas Mm. and bring them to market. Mm -hmm. And so we started thinking about different things. So we would spend a lot of, there are times where we'd come and we just brainstorm different things. Mm. So this was one of those days where it was like, I remember it was a mid-morning type of situation Mm. and it was just like, Let's have this meeting. Mm. So we go and we sit down we have our board meeting for the ideas <laughs> I love it. And so I sit there and I tell him, I'm like, yo man, there's something I noticed the other day. So I explained to him whatever. So I show him the thing and he's just like, he's like, dude, maybe we should build it. So I'm like, okay you think we can you know so it becomes now this thing where all of a sudden now here we are just kind of like yo 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 then we can do this and the thing is we're thinking about building it because we were trying to we were, one of the things that we're taking on as as one of the things that we wanted to help as the ideas company was the Nessa Patch. okay how can we help Nessa Patch sell so, <laughs> so now we're looking at Facebook and we're like bro. So for Nessa heat Patch, we're going to build a thing that's going to work like this, it's going to do this, it's going to do this, da 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 right? So we're trying to find a solution for the Nessa heat Patch. Mm-hmm. But as we're talking about... And, and the it,
1: solution was about completing transactions...
0: On Facebook. On Facebook, right? How do, we, how do you make any pay bill, Nini, then you can do this. So we're just here bouncing off ideas, right? Yeah. Like how we can we can make this thing work. Yeah. Um, but as we're talking about it, we're like, man, this is, this is actually like... A really good idea, right? right? right. Outside of just the Nessa heat patch. Who else can it do? Like, like, this is actually a really good idea, man. Right. So, uh, anyway, we left it at that, but we kept thinking about it. We kept thinking about it. And that's one of the, uh, now the next meeting that we had, we were like, Ta-da, this is how this thing would work. Because now what we did is that we went and talked to a guy who's uh, a dev. Mm-hmm. And we asked him, is it possible to build something like this? Mm-hmm. And when he said, said it was possible, we were like, okay, cool. So, both of you are not technical. No, no, no. Both me and Poji are not technical. Okay. Oh, but we needed to find out from a technical guy whether this idea that we were having was possible. Right. So now when we came back, we were like, ah oh, man. And so at the time, one of the words that we that uh, actually learned it from Poji and was was mook. So mook was short for Kwanja. Kwanja okay. means money in chain. Okay. Right? Yeah. So it used to be a thing for like when you used to ask each other for money, like, hey, bro, you have some mook. Okay. Right? <laughs> That's yeah, where that get, came from. Say, yeah, 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 you have some mook. Yeah. So now, yeah. as we were thinking about it, because you see, we were trying to figure out how yeah. how to you know, make money. Right. <laughs> right. So we we're like, dude, we should call this thing mook. Right? So great. we went Googled to mm. see if MOOK was available, but we found that the MWOKH. So that's when we were like, yeah, we'll call it MOOC. The H is like, yeah, and that's it. Like, that's how, that's literally how the story, yeah. MOOC started. The name started, came about, yeah. Yeah, the name came about, and also how it started. So think about it from this. Right now, MOOC is known as a ticketing company, isn't mm-hmm. it? But at the initial stage, we weren't, trying to f- we weren't even thinking about ticketing. We were to trying to solve a problem for products. We were trying to sell a product. right? And mm-hmm. so, so basically it was a payment solution. It was a payment solution. Right. Right? It was what we were trying to do. And that's, that, that's, a, that's a huge thing that you just said, because at the time, the thing that we were trying to solve, mm. to be quite honest, mm. it wasn't the fact that there wasn't an interface to go and put up your product. Mm. It was that there was no credible way to make a payment mm. online. Mm. Do you mm. get what I'm saying? So, 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 so
1: those, in those days, even maybe even now, uh, how, what were the options? Because we had pesa I mean, we PESA had PESA's PESA's PESA.
0: there. But now you say that you're a M-Pesa guy or get a pay bill. So you right. still you have so to get off the. Exactly. The
1: experience had to go to a different channel.
0: It to go to a different channel. The payment,
1: channel. Ha- the, the, the the buyer experience and the payment experience were
0: divorced. So exactly. So. Okay. Exactly. So there wasn't a, there wasn't the, the the expectation of that the place where you're shopping is the place where you buy that thing. Right. 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 right, right. Um, or pay so, for that thing. And right. pay for that thing. And so what we did is that we took one aspect and completed it. What we did is completed the loop, okay. right? Mm-hmm. And and the loop that was missing was being able to display the product, yes, mm-hmm. but also be able to accept a payment for that product right. very right. quickly and right. missing right. as well. So basically so
1: e-commerce, classic e-commerce. It's classic e-commerce.
0: Right. Now, for almost a whole year, we were just here trying to figure out how to build the product. So we, we were working with this developer to try and build out the products and all that stuff. During that period is... Of course, we were communicating with people about what it is that we're doing. A, a number of our friends mm. were talking to them about it. You know, just telling them, hey, okay, this, working mm. mm. close friends. Mm. One of our close friends, um, Modoni, mm. drama queen. Mm. <laughs> sure, sure. She'll hear She's She's a huge part of the story because right. MDQ was the first person who began to agitate. And I still remember we were at her house and she began to agitate to us. She's like, yo man make this thing sell tickets where did she come with that thought because she was running blankets and wine oh and so for her she had a ticketing problem problem, right but on top of that she was also a musician okay right so on the one hand she's a she's a musician and she's also an event organizer. And those are two pain points that she was having. I want to sell my stuff on Facebook also. Right. I want to sell my tickets on, on Facebook. Right, also. right. So if you think about it from the initial sent mm-hmm. uh, the the in fact the initial way in two in thousand, we went live in when we went live in two thousand and fifteen. The only way that you could use MOOC, right, was by embedding it onto a Facebook page. Wow, big problem. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? We didn't have there was no what you see now. There yeah. wasn't a place to, on MOOC to come and buy things. Yeah. Yeah. Literally, what was on MOOC was sign up. Then after you sign up, you create a store, and then you embed that store onto your Facebook. Yeah. So your Facebook page becomes the only place where someone can buy your your your, your, your product, th- your product right. or right. your th- whatever it is that you're selling. Right. That was the initial iteration. In fact, we did not we did not change how Mook operated until late 2016. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So for 2015. To 2016, right? The way that people were buying things on on Mooc was through a Facebook page. Mm-hmm. You had to go set it up, then plug it into a Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Then from the Facebook page, you buy it from there. So what we had done is that we enabled the, the the purchase process to happen within Facebook, which, right? which was a great first step. Absolutely, right? Oh, it was a great idea. Now the thing that was interesting is that when we initially when we launched the, the when we launched Mooc. We launched ticketing, mm-hmm. and that was so she convinced you. She won the argument. Yes, she won the argument, and okay. it made sense because us right. it was like it's, it. It doesn't have to just be a product; it right. can be anything. Because right. really, what you're trying to do is, is 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 seal the loop around. I've shown you my product. Can I pay for it? Right. So it, it could be a product, could be a ticket, could right. be a song, right. whatever, it is, whatever it is. Like yeah. the right. point is, that and, and right now,
1: Mook, Mook, what are your main product lines? What are the main SKUs right now? As you, as you stand today, what do you sell?
0: So right now we do products, mm. no. we do tickets, mm-hmm. we do music and ebooks, mm-hmm. which is under the category which you call digital content, mm-hmm. and uh, we are also v- literally in the next, before the end of March, we'd have launched our products category, um, which is something that we've been wanting to launch for quite some time.
1: So you're going back to... What you yes. were, what you're trying to do before, yes, yes, but yes, now yes, not yes. on Facebook
0: through your own yes platform. through our own platform, e-commerce through through e-commerce.
1: So are you going to be enabling other e-commerce vendors, or what's the play here?
0: So um, the way that so if, if we initially that that was kind of the the main way that for us we saw ourselves as kind of just hiring what people are already doing mm-hmm. online, mm-hmm. And, uh, which is on social media, all, all that stuff. Mm. Um, it wasn't until later when when now, you know, and this is the thing that I think, you know, we talked about even before we started this, in terms of, you know, when you product market fit, you, you, you come and you present an idea. Mm-hmm. And, and what we realized is that the thing that we were solving was being able to help people just easily and quickly get online and start selling, right? Mm-hmm. That really was the key thing that mm-hmm. we were trying to do to, to answer. Infrastructure for people to do business. Yes, people just do business. You know, like, get online, start doing business mm-hmm. without thinking too much mm-hmm. about how you need to set things up, mm-hmm. right? Having a website, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But the way that the initial iteration of the idea was plug it to Facebook, right? Mm-hmm. But then when we were trying to raise capital, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> in early 2016, because we, when we started MOOC, we had no money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Zero, mm-hmm. right? It was uh, which is
1: a question that I have. But yes, this is, is so cool. Bootstrapping. How bootstrapping? Did talk us through zero money uh-huh. to raising money. What what was the timeline? Just <laughs> <Just> <laughs> it was too long. It was too long. How did you go about it?
0: So one of the things that we did in the very beginning, and just because the the, kind, the stories are kind of yeah yeah uh, yeah, is that we from because we had no money, we were like. We need to start raising capital very early. Mm. So even as soon as, even before we had validated the idea, we started raising capital. I think when I look back at that, it was it was it was deeply ambitious because we really hadn't validated the idea. Of we didn't fully understand. We didn't even understand, the, understood the proper, you know, market fit. Right. You get Because right. Right. we were still at Facebook, Ideas. Facebook, Facebook, yeah. Facebook, right? Yeah. And I remember the 2016 when we were presenting to our first kind of. Investors, angels, to talk about MOOC and the opportunity, and they kept asking us, "This is a great idea, but what if Facebook shuts you down?" I mean, you get what I'm saying? (laughs) Like, what if Facebook just... And and I remember, you know, we kept having to to answer that question, and it began to kind of seed in our minds this idea of, "These guys are right. Like, our business model cannot rest on somebody else on somebody else's platform." So many things have failed. There are too many things that that. Uh, there are too many. Like, for example, you know, you've seen all the things that happened with privacy and stuff. and they had to shut down a number of their APIs. You can imagine if if our whole system wow. was p- p- fully and dependent upon Facebook, would have been having quite a few issues right mm. now, you know. Mm. So that began the seeding of this idea of maybe we need to be able to begin to start building this ecosystem, right? Mm. Of this what we're trying to facilitate for this seller. Mm. And so we started. Now that's when we introduced our directory, mm. which is basically a place where. The, the, that yes, you can still embed your store on Facebook, but now you can also come and buy directly. So you can now tell people go to book.com mm. and purchase mm. a ticket.
1: So basically, becoming a Shopify.
0: Exactly. Like, you know. But but the thing that's interesting about Shopify is that Shopify still doesn't have. Like, you can go to Shopify.com and shop. Do mm-hmm. you get what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Mm-hmm. Like, you go to Shopify.com and, and you create your site, yep. then you then you tell people to go to that site, right? Right, right. right, right, um, right, right. So for mm-hmm. us, that, so, basically so, we were building company. a Shopify model, mm. but we deviated in that model by creating this directory. Got it. Right?
1: So, basically you are almost content management for… Yes. Yeah.
0: Exactly. But so, now what, what we're doing is that now, what, what instead of you telling someone… Cataloging, essentially. Exactly. So, okay. now we're basically creating a, a catalog of the people that are selling on, on, our, on, on the platform. Um, and, and so, in
1: terms of how you… what was the timeline for, from idea to, I guess,
0: raising your first external money? Bro, <laughs> 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 oh, it took so long, man. Dude, we didn't raise any, we didn't raise any seed capital until two thousand, two thousand and until last year. Okay. Last year. Okay. And, so, and so, 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 so we're talking about a two, almost a, a two, two, three, almost a, almost, a, almost a two and a two and a half year journey. Journey with with no raising money, right? No raising money. So let me ask you this
1: question. So, but by the but even in that period what was changing on the product side, on the company yeah. side, right? Because you didn't, you didn't wait to raise money to start moving. The thing. Yeah, I mean,
0: the thing is, is just that um, one of the things that we, we decided from very early on was that um, because of just kind of the, the ecosystem that we exist in, that we are going to have to find a way for this thing to generate some type of revenue. And so how we did that is that... Um, we decided to target big, we decided to focus in on ticketing. So meaning that we had all the categories live, mm. but the reason why we, <clears throat> you know, we're known as a ticket is because we actually looked at it and said ticketing is the place where we have the cash, greatest, You can get cash flow You can get good, good cash flow mm. moving. Mm. And um, so we focused in on, on, on the ticketing category. Mm. And then on top of that, we then also focused in on getting big events. So we, we decided to utilize our networks okay. and see how we can basically onboard the bigger events. What was your biggest event? First event? Oh, biggest first event was uh, the first one we did was Africa Nouveau, which is an event done by Black Kids and White. Okay. So that was how, what was the
1: that's amazing. So how many attendance? What was that like? I for think you the guys? attendance
0: I don't remember what the attendance was for that to be honest. Hmm. It was like three and a half years ago. Um I don't quite remember, but I know it was, I mean, for us, it was like, this is amazing. It's huge, right? Yeah. Right. yeah. So, and so this did is did an
1: important point, because you found a way
0: to cash flow the business and get money in. You raised money from customers, basically. Yes, that's what we did. We raised money from customers. And that's the thing that I think that is super unique, and just, not to deviate, but I think, I think one of the, 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 the key differentiators between, okay, I, I genuinely believe that what Africa is going through right now is some type of... A digital boom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A mm-hmm. technological, a tech boom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we're in the we're in the beginning we're, we're in the very beginning stages the of the embryonic one, phase. embryonic phase that. of a tech boom. Mm-hmm. And very similar to what happened in um in the US, right? Mm-hmm. In terms of perceptions around you remember the internet boom. Yeah the dot com. Yeah. Dot com dot com which the internet bust. boom yeah. slash bust. Yeah, right? yeah yeah um But one of the things that I think that is significantly different about the companies that are being built, or digital or tech companies that are being built in in Africa, Mm. is that at that point in time, what had happened in the financial factors that were happening where Interests had gone down. There's a lot of money to, that people are looking to lend, the in the states, so, in the states. Mm, right? during the dot com oh. period, yeah, mm. that, and even yeah, it's so, very similar right now. Yeah, exactly. It's very in the sense that there was a lot was of capital money. that was coming in to be like right. whatever idea you have here, you go. go. you get what I'm saying? Mm. Whatever idea you have here, let's go. Mm. Now, those things, those things, those things were happening at the same time where customers were now getting more access to the internet. Right. Right, so and now yeah. devices were, you know, the devices were now there for people to be able to access these online services, mm-hmm. and so there was all these factors happening at Contra- the same result, time. Yeah. exactly. That money was available. Money was available, and the internet was becoming exactly. So, the, so this stuff is happening with the, the consumer is changing, mm. and there's a product, and there's a lot of money pouring into this, this a new space, channel. Right? A new channel. Yeah. Now the difference is, is that with 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 Africa right now, is that over the last. 10 years there has been a massive adoption of digital mobile mobile mm. of mobile mm. right basically mm-hmm. and what mm-hmm. mobile has done is that it has basically changed the access that people have to create a whole new it market it has created a whole new market potential market exactly and has been happening for a very long time right right so but on top of that it's being driven further by this massive youth bulge mm-hmm. that we have. Mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I mean in Kenya alone we're talking about seventy eight percent. In other in generally on average you're about seventy percent of people who are under the age of 35. Insane. It's insane. Right. It's insane when you think about that. I mean it's 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 absolutely you know for me when I when I think about it it's it's absolutely insane. And so the way that I look at why African tech companies for the longest time Right. Even for us, like for over the last three and a half years, we have been forced because one aspect has been missing, which is the available capital. Mm. And so what that has done is that it has forced us to build legitimate tech businesses. companies, yeah. legitimate businesses that have a very only sound those basis. ones survive. Only those ones, exactly. But they have a very sound basis around. There's a model here. Right. 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 The only thing that is lacking is in the Ability of the or the capital to be able to supercharge right. this thing, right. and so it's a great benefit to us. Is right. that what has happened? Is that there's a tech boom that's happening, but the businesses that are it's happening for are legit, right? <laughs> right. This is very interesting because the, the, the flip side of that is how
1: many legitimate opportunities are not making it exactly. exactly. Right. Is, there, is, there, is there some kind of of course? Let's say you're 100% of the businesses that get started, the top 10 percent are the ones who can monetize early yes. and survive or figure out a way yes. to get to the point where now they are going concerned. And then maybe there's another band of maybe 30% who, for lack of being able to be funded, supported, whatever, die yes. too early. Is yes. there that too? Do you Absolutely.
0: Think? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think, I think the, the thing is that the kind of environment that you know and and the, this is part of the reason why I think the discussion that, that, that you consistently have around the ecosystem is is so important mm. because because of the lack of that ecosystem, there are so many great ideas that are dying at the altar of these few things we mm. don't have any access to financial capital right mm. there's no Way to be able to even have an understanding of how to test an idea or grow an idea. Mm, the, skill right? set the skill set of set order of operations of, of, of taking operations. a product exactly. to market. Taking a product to market. Those mm-hmm. things don't like basically the the, the 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 things that I'm taking into this tech to build in this tech business mm-hmm. are things that are skill sets that I, I developed outside of that mm-hmm. that space, right? Mm-hmm. So there's a, a bit of an advantage. Mm-hmm. My thing is this. I wondered to myself if for example that and myself did not have the kind of network that we did mm-hmm. would MOOC exist would Mook exist you very, very, say. Very, very but we had to yeah. we had to leverage mm-hmm. right we had to leverage heavily right. on on our, on the networks that we and had and the knowledge that you had and the knowledge that we had to be able to even you know, have a chance, right? Right. Right. And and this is not to say that you know this is um, you know that's that's part of the thing that causes green resistance. No, but I think it's the fact that specifically around the tech space mm. is that there's so much that is lacking. Right. There's so much um, 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 support that is you know needed. that yeah. that is needed in that space right. for legitimate, yes, legitimate solutions that exist right now. Legitimate solutions yes. that exist. Yes. Um, you know, when when I think about like the fact that because we're in the initial stages of this, 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 this tech book, mm. the reason why I say the initial stage of the tech book is because what, what I believe we, we have is a situation where because of the type of consumer we have, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So what I mean is this, is that this youth bulge of digital natives, mm-hmm. right? People who are growing up online, online they're coming faster into the marketplace, then solutions are able, then we're able to create solutions. That's crazy. Do you get what I'm saying? Yes. Meaning that I actually think that the, the, the window is closing. Right? The window is closing where it's basically now, no, I, I, let, me put it this, let me put it this way, not the window is closing, is that, is that by, by window is closing, I mean the window of, of, of opportunity for, for that before the avalanche hits, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's just basically now, you as a business, there will come a time because of the consumer mm. where you can literally fully have a business that exists online.
1: And if you if you do, if you're not able to make that
0: transition, exactly, you're going to you're good. That's, the, that, you're the, that, customer, that's the window right. that I'm talking about. Got it. So that's the window that that for those guys who don't who don't understand that, right? Is that that's gonna happen, and the people who are going to monetize the 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 platforms that you'll be like, where did these guys come from, right? It'll just be guys who are selling on Instagram and it's happening on right Facebook. now. It's happening right and, now. And you
1: know the thing the thing is, so f- for example, I mean, I, I've you've seen me kind of <laughs> even before I made the move, right? We met in October twenty seventeen, I think it was, mm-hmm. when I'd come here to kind of make to do my market research mm-hmm. to determine okay where is the gap because I'm there there is. You know, I spent many, many years in the Bay Area. Every single company I ever worked for, every single one, never considered Africa a market. All the tech startups I ever worked for. market Africa was never a, mar- a yes. market. And I always felt so invisible during those meetings. We would have these all hands meetings and they would put the global map on the on the, on the, on the screen. <laughs> Africa was just big black nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no strategy for that. At first I used to feel invisible, okay? This is 2007, 2008, 2009. And that's when the undersea cable hit, and I knew okay, that's the opening. Yes. Okay, that's a, that's an inflection point of, of sorts. Yes. But then later on, I started feeling that that's an opportunity because I know that the products that are being created in the Bay Area, right, those startups, will still be needed in those markets. So who's going to build them, right? And so for me, you know, um, making the move was just that historicity of knowing that we are starting from a very low bar technologically, and holy cow, who's going to actually build this thing? Are we going to let the, those companies all of a sudden
0: realize that there's this, te- you know? Yes. It's too late. <laughs> but it's too late. It's too late for them. Uh, I don't I, know I, about I, that. I don't know about that, people. Okay.
1: Because, they, listen, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the reality of the situation is, um, are we able to actually bring products to market? Are, are innovators able to bring products to market to meet the demand of the day today? Mm-hmm. Local founders. How many local founders are able to, to, to step up and to take the product to market like you have? There's a big risk here because the reality of the situation is a lot of people are dying, like you said, on the vine, like a lot of startups ideas are dying, great ones, right? Because they can't get funding, they, can't, they don't have the skill sets to move forward, so there's a still a big, I mean, these companies can come in, these founders can come in and actually take the market. Nothing is a guarantee here. You know what? I
0: think I think that they So what that means
1: not to not to cut you off is to me that my biggest fear is there's this huge, you know, you know, innovation driven uh, new economy that's emerging like we've just talked about but who's going to benefit from it? Is it going to be Mm -hmm. the second scramble for Africa that's going to happen? I call it the digital scramble for Africa. It's happening right now, whether we like it or not, whether we are ready for it or not. Mm -hmm. Because our founders, a lot of them, are not able, entrepreneurs are not able to actually get over the hump and start to build things because of lack of skills, lack of funding, lack of support, lack of an ecosystem. And the reality of time is not gonna wait
0: for us. Um, Yeah, man. (laughs) To be honest, I, it's it's actually one of the things that I just this year I communicated to the team that you know I, I feel like 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 the thing that we don't have the luxury of is time. You know, we thought we had time to do a lot of stuff. We don't have, time. don't have time. We don't have time. And 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 I mean that not in terms of like the competition, but I mean that in terms of the market. I think the market right now. If you do, if you look at the, the, the you know these these numbers are completely astounding to me. Like even in Kenya. For example, in Kenya, you know, of this age group that is youth bars that we're talking about, only a third of them are between uh, 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 in, in in the marketplace right now with financial power to be able to spend. Do you get what I'm saying? Right. Just Meaning a third. Meaning that they're 20, 20, 20, 20 years, 20 to they're 20 to 29 years old, right? Mm. It's only a third. Mm of This potential marketplace that is about to enter into this, into the So, meaning there's two thirds of this youth budget that I'm talking about. That every year, every year, we're getting more and more digital mm-hmm. kids mm-hmm. getting into gainful employment, starting their own things, getting you know more money. So, the bulges, the, so the bulges. So, now the thing is that the marketplace is growing, mm-hmm. the marketplace is mm-hmm. inevitably it's just, it's just growing. But, but here's the thing so, the, go ahead. Mm-hmm. So the thing is is that the way that I look at it in terms of like the fact that there is no time is, is more around the fact that we, when you look at a solution like for example, M-Pesa, right? Mm-hmm. pesa is so uniquely. I don't even know if it's an African solution, but I know it's such a uniquely Kenyan solution. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like it really gets us, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It's 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 something that that, it's that solved a problem that we had. Unique, right? yeah, yeah. Uniquely. Uniquely. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter how long in America they sat down to whatever, maybe eventually they think about it. Yeah, right? but, there but there are too, too many course.
1: incumbents, right, they're exactly. credit card companies. so basically m anyway, go ahead. Anyway, mm. Yes, m mm. many stakeholders,
0: all that stuff, mm. the solution, they were trying mm. to find a solution for this, mm. and they managed to find a solution around this, how it came about and all that. But I think the thing is that there's a certain uniqueness around the way our understanding of, of, of the continent that is a huge Huge competitive advantage but that thinking, can be
1: overlooked. Yeah, but I agree with you. The problem is this: yes. you can have a competitive advantage if you cannot power it. Yes. It is a moot point. Yes, it's moot. Right? Absolutely. So for me, as 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 making the decision to move here was, I looked at the conditions and I looked at the outcomes that were already manifesting, yes. and who was actually bringing products to market and who was getting funded and who was not getting funded. And it's not even just a funding thing. I think there's a there's even a bigger problem, like you talked about, lack of just knowing the order of operations of taking a product to market. Yes. I mean, you guys figured it out in a way, right? You know, so it can be yes. done. But it's the with gap, many mistakes
0: along the with way. With many mistakes uh, along the way, but
1: because of your network, your experience, somehow you survived. You know, I, I guess for me it was just a question of okay, this is a huge opportunity, but. N- Knowing how, having been exposed to the Bay Area and seeing the support infrastructure that exists or people who have been there, done that, people who can actually help you see round corners, people who can actually make introductions to critical contacts, and just knowing how that works and how important it is for an entrepreneur and an early stage startup to get support Mm -hmm. before even money, money is important, but to get the support that you need to even be able to begin to survive,
0: have a viable opportunity.
1: It's critically important,
0: and in our, in our
1: ecosystem, I just think it's just rough. Yep. It's rough for people out here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and
0: the, the, that's the thing, man. Like the, and and we talked about this because it's the, the the recognition for us is that there's so many things that we're doing that you know you're almost in a sense walking completely green. You know what I'm saying? Like mm, as a founder, like, as a founder, right. as an entrepreneur. Like there's like you know I was telling you how like. You know, when we initially began, started doing the whole thing about, around fundraising, I mean, I was completely clueless. Not only that was I clueless, but even the guys who I was talking to, the lawyers that I was talking to, were I completely clueless, you know? And you could tell. Like, you could tell they didn't know what they did. But it was like, yeah, I'm a lawyer. I should know this stuff, right? <laughs> but most of, the, most of the stuff that you're talking about there, that you're like, yo, this, guy, this investor guy asked me about, you know. IRR investing, you know, <laughs> like, exit, uh, exit clause. The guy is just there, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's 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 do some research let's on that. You know yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. So in a sense, you know, you you are not even understanding how to value your business, how to how to value and you know what it is that you're working on, or or even how to present what it is that you're working on. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like some of the greatest benefits that I've had has been, you know, just even in terms of having you know people within my network who are able to just help you understand how to. How to sell that an idea that's in your head? Do you get what I'm saying? Meaning okay. that this thing, yes, this thing is you founder all that stuff. But you need someone to come and help you how to, to, to figure out how to how to communicate what it is the, that the you me- do. The
1: product messaging. Product, 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 exactly. To this point, product marketing is a massive, uh, like uh, massively important uh, part of startup companies in, as, a, mm-hmm. as a career. Mm-hmm. There are people who are just product marketers. They are trying to figure out what is the language yes. that the customers will understand. Yes. So that is a whole domain. It's not a thing yes. that you just say, oh, you know what? Yeah, we, yeah. We'll just call it this new exactly. want. No, no, it's a, it's a discipline.
0: Yes. And then there's yes.
1: product management, yes. which is allied to that in some way. Yes. Anyway, you've been there, done that, you're doing I mean, that, you're
0: learning the Yes, absolutely. I agree with you 100%. You know, it's interesting that you mentioned that there's so so many simple things and different lessons and this is the... Mark, you have to do this. You, you have to continue to do this, this kind of work and make sure that because we have to build this thing. I think I've shared this with you before. You know, even just understand, you know, the importance of, of design and branding, you know, for you as a startup. Mm. Being able to also understand, for example... I told you how we weren't able to find in the initial stages about when you we were doing our URL. Mm. So mooc.com was taken by, anyway, it's a long story, that part. Mm. So what we did is that we were like, ah, it's okay, uh, uh, we'll find another URL. And so the other URL that we decided to go with was uh, mymook.com. Right, 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 remember that, yeah. Now, no one if, if someone had to, would have told me in that time the implications of that decision, mm. because at the time, I didn't understand how important a URL name is. Do you get what I'm saying? Right, right, right. Like, there was literally no other place where we used the words, my <laughs> In the world <laughs> Anywhere, anywhere. But because it was in our URL, mm. that was, that's what the name of our company was. To this date, mm-hmm. even you even me, I still call you hey, my hey, book. Hey, my book, my book. And the thing is, it used to make me cringe every single time I'd hear someone be like, My book. And I'm like, oh my gosh. It's because of the URL. Why did you change it though? Because that was never the t- that, there was never that was the reason why we called it my book. Was because we were the URL. The, the the era, that's the URL that was that, that was whatever that was, that was available at the time. But we we had owned book.com. So ah. but we didn't so so we thought as a tempor- uh, temporarily...
1: You own MOOC.com.
0: Yes, then something happened that we, we lost access to it, right? Okay. So during that period, we are like, just in between here, let's just call it my, my MOOC, MOOC. <laughs> then when we get it back, we just switch back to MOOC.com. Uh, Fab. That thing was... That, that thing was that, do you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah. like that thing c- can literally transform. You know, the, the, the thing... Now, here, the, here, let me give you a, a corollary to this.
1: Mm-hmm. I have founders that I work with, and their email address is admin at, let me just use my MOOC, <laughs> they don't put their name yes, 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 as yes. Thimba at, you know how you put Thimba yes. at MOOC.Africa? Mm-hmm. They put admin. Mm-hmm. Like admin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dude, yeah. I mean, what to branding and all you're saying, that doesn't communicate trust to me. If, you're, if I'm somebody's emailing me admin at so-and-so company and you're a startup, you're trying, you're trying to build familiarity, trust, compatibility. Yes. I've seen things of that nature and I'm asked like, why would they? I've seen that twice
0: with people who are building startups. I'm
1: like, yeah. what's wrong? What's wrong with your name? I mean,
0: have you seen that before? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So it's just those different little things, man. So it's just like, and, 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 you know, right now, one of the things that I think is the biggest tragedy about building a business, a tech business in, in, in Africa is that, one, is that the, the local capital doesn't understand it. So local capital doesn't understand how to value a technical business, a tech business, right? Yeah. Um, they just don't. Right. And so what happens is that um, because the, the local guy doesn't get it, he'd rather go and invest in uh, land and whatever, right? So that's one part. Right. Second part is this, is that if you wanted to go and find alternative means of financing, even if it's here locally, right? right you need to have a security. Right? So for me even to go to the bank, even as a group, even right now, mm. in spite of us guys being there for three and a half years, mm. if I want to go to the bank and get access financing, right, you have to give us security. Right. The other day I saw that uh, there's a fund that has been launched for creatives mm. um, and for growth growth, growth companies. So basically companies that have been doing stuff and they're working and all that stuff. And the thing that was amazing to me is that even those guys, they got a, they, they got a grant from some funding from another organization to lend that money, mm. even them require you to have an asset, right? Wow. So my question is this, is that... Who's this money for? Young, young people don't, don't have assets. Exactly, and the young people don't have assets, right? So meaning that 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 even the, the, the understanding of, number one, that these people who are coming into the marketplace, right, mm. they're, they're not just young people who are buyers, they're also young people who are sellers, right? right? Is that that there's a whole you know, pot of 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 youthful energy talent ideas all that stuff but there's absolutely almost no leeway or no pathway to being able to access financing of any kind mm-hmm. if you remember when in the US mm-hmm. right as soon as you get to college, forget me I'm about to get to college, as soon as you turn 18 and you get your phone line, mm. right? Mm. Now it's now it's registered under your name. Mm. What happens with that phone line? You begin to start building a credit history. Credit history yeah. After that credit history, what happens is that I remember very vividly mm. in, in my first account that I opened when I was when I was 18 in, in the States, mm. the first account that you open over there, they give you a credit card. Five hundred dollars, right. very little yeah. little money. Right, right. But what do you do? You build a credit history right. so that you can be able to start right. accessing. If you go and look at the the the, the stories for most of these guys and their Airbnb, family, Airbnb, how did they pay for most of their bills? Credit, credit cards. cards. You get what, credit what I'm saying? Cards, yeah. They had access. Right. They had some type of access to to it's something. something Keeping things moving. You know that two hundred k You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. That's the that's the energy that moves business. Right. Right. Now Let me tell you something that's very interesting. Right. A huge part of the, right now. What's happening is is that people are finding other ways to be able to access capital, right? Mm-hmm. What, I, what what we discovered uh, for us is that there was there was other you know thing, charmers. Mm-hmm. There's a thing called table banking mm-hmm. that we were part of mm-hmm. that we were we are all a part of, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And here's the thing that's interesting: in some of these things, mm-hmm. right? There's a thing like, for example, this thing called table banking. Mm-hmm. Table banking. I won't get into the details of how it works. Mm. That's yeah. a nice story uh, so, yeah. But it's basically a peer lending platform. Right. 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 Amongst here. You bring money, you, need, you trade, and, and you, you borrow. The interest is at, I think, 10% mm. monthly. Can you mm. imagine wow. that? 10% mm. a month. That's crazy. Yeah. But here's the thing mm. there are so many businesses surviving on table, banking. on table banking. Right. But what's more, the thing is this they are paying 10% interest rate, and these guys are paying back. They're borrowing money and paying, and back. paying it what, back. What 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 makes that work? This maybe this final question for today, because we are really reformed. Yeah, yeah, we're over time. But the thing is, is that the thing that's making this thing work is that there is no, first of all, what's happening? Why, why are people paying back? Why are people paying back? Because they can. Because there are legitimate people there who want to do real business. Mm. The thing is this, is that there is no one who is willing to take a risk on young people.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Fundamentally that is the point. But but
1: but here is the question is so there's also People who are lending money, but the non-performing loan problem is 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 an issue. Yes. Here, it it is. Is it because they are business owners, or is it because there's a social pressure? What is the mechanism that makes this work? There's a social
0: pressure. There's what it is basically is this reputation risk, reputation risk, all that stuff. What you think about it is this: is that it's the same thing as 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 the credit rating system, right? Mm -hmm. That the credit rating system what it does is that it begins to. the a forcing function. It's, a, it's, it's a function that shows you the type of person a person is. Right? Yeah, yeah. This is a person who pays things right. for, for things, this is a person right. doesn't pay for things. Right. right? Um, the thing is, is that there have been models that have been created, for example, around uh, uh, similar to, to table banking, which is basically the thing around, like, there's a thing called Opportunity International, where they lend to groups of women, you know, those things, yeah, yeah, groups, yeah, yeah. all these hold each other accountable, mm-hmm. there are many models, accountability, all that stuff, there are many models that can exist to be able to ensure that the the the, the money that is, is lent is is, 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 recouped. is recouped, can, right? yeah, can and, back, and yeah. can be gathered back, yeah. and, 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 and what happens in the event that that doesn't happen. Yeah. But here's the thing, in, in the context of this whole... This whole uh, Scenario. It's kind of like a think I read yesterday. It says that marriage is like uh, flights, uh, like an aeroplane. You only hear of the crashes, but you never hear about the land- <laughs> successful <laughs> landings every day. Right. In the same breath, there are so many young people who are not interested in defrauding. <laughs> right. You know yes. what I'm saying? Right. There are many young people who are who are building legitimate good businesses, mm. right? Mm. And there's a way to people to validate that, mm. right? Mm. Which basically requires you looking beyond an asset. Right. Right. right? It means you're looking into how their, their business model, what is their history. history, how they've been performing, look at their bank state, you know, things like yeah, that. Yeah. They're literally So basically what we're saying is, is our capital ma- our capital markets so to speak mm-hmm. need to
1: con- to evolve. But, Absolutely. but there's some open... Absolutely. You know, things like table banking, Chamaz, those are just indicators yes. of people being innovative around that. Yes. But listen, Tim, but we could talk all day long. All day. <laughs> <laughs> you have taken... Totally finished. You have taken our <laughs> podcast and just expanded it and I think we'll have to do this yeah. again. Yeah, because we, we need to kind of talk a little bit about your fundraising experience. We talk about your, your growth. We need to talk about, you know, you know just those lessons that you've learned, that you've picked. Because you're, you're a wealth of knowledge. Because we don't have a lot of people like yourself and a few others who've actually raised a seed round and actually doing a growth a, a growth startup. Uh, so we will have to do this again, part two. Mm-hmm. And uh, to the maji listeners, man, I apologize for... <laughs> Do I apologize, actually? No, this is extra content, so you should be enjoying this, well, But man, no it's bad. It's, 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 it's along, you know, 3 by I when we get together, man, we can, it's a bandstormer, right? So, yeah,
0: yeah, you can talk forever. Yeah,
1: so um, that's pretty much it for this week. Um, we will see you. We, as a reminder, we have, we, are hosting, um, we have a big event next Thursday, the 28th of February at 6 p.m. at the uh, Daystar Auditorium. We'll be hosting Scott Chacon, founder of GitHub. For an ecosystem talk um, as Impact Africa Network. So, with that, without further ado, have a good one. Till next time. That's
0: what's up.